0: G'day and welcome to Aussie Vision, I'm Dale And g'day, I'm Mike And welcome to our country review and rank series for 2021 Big country today, Michael, our friends And part of the big five, the United Kingdom Yeah, probably one of the biggest countries in Eurovision So very, very important member of the competition Indeed, and look, they've won the competition five times But let's just say recent times haven't been amazing for them They've just come off the 2010s where they didn't make the top 10 at all for the first time in their history. Yeah, a
1: whole decade without being
0: in the top 10. That's that's big big from the UK. And look, they did come 11th. Yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> and it all kind of started falling down from 2003 when they came uh, last with Gemini, the famous Nipua. And they've come last four times since then, including Gemini, including 2019 with Michael Rice and Bigger Than Us. Mm. So they're going to be hoping for something uh, to change that track, aren't they? I think they would be looking for something to do a little better than that, Mm -hmm. definitely. And we've got
1: James Newman with Embers. 35 year old James is from North Yorkshire But is now based in London He's the older brother of John Newman A successful recording artist himself Mm -hmm. And they've often written together And uh, so for a very musical family Uh, James is a Brit Award winner And has written for the likes of Rudimental, Kesha and Tony Braxton Mm. He's an internal selection And returns after being internally selected For
0: last year's competition as well So it's good to see him back Oh god yeah And look starting to talk about the pros of this entry, and you've got to start with him. Like, James has got some musical chops about him. Mm-hmm. Brit award winner, songwriter, family there as well. And look, he's, he is fantastic. I like him, and I like the direction the UK are going with selecting him, because what they often get criticized for is, like, you're not taking the competition seriously. We know you have a great music industry. You're not picking your best, and you are picking a really strong songwriter hasn't been the front man so much but this is an opportunity for him too
1: Definitely, definitely very engaging man, isn't he? Very lovable and likable. Look, you know, the the direction the UK are going here is they want current and radio friendly mm-hmm. and he has delivered that and that is what that is what they wanted and he is the kind of guy that does that. So as far as direction for the UK goes, this is a really, really good step in the right direction for them.
0: Totally. I wrote down here UK commercial radio. This does sound this song sounds like something off commercial radio in mm-hmm. the UK. Maybe not 2021, I will say. Maybe a couple of years ago. But look, it's in it's in the vicinity. Yeah. And it's not impossible to hear this on the radio. And I think that is a great tick. Not just for the respect of sending something of their industry, but we know. We know, juries, anything that you can play on the radio, juries, genuine, generally, they
1: give it points. Yeah, they'll take notice of it, won't they? Look, I mean, he wanted to deliver an upbeat and uplifting song this year, just because of the situation, etc. And he certainly achieved that. This has got a real feel-good factor to it, and um, yeah, like this, this is going
0: to be liked by a lot, a lot of people. And I think there is more televote appeal perhaps in this year's song compared to last year. Um, I think this this is something that could capture more people. It's it's fun. It's upbeat. There is a lot of fun and upbeat songs. Mm-hmm. But, look, I think they wanted to bring something like that that works for radio and that could actually work for both a jury and a tele-vote. And I think they'd, they've got something that could potentially work in that, that direction. So it's got to be a pro that have gone that side to a point. Definitely,
1: and like all good radio songs, there's some really good hooks in here. You know, mm. there definitely is. Obviously, you've got the horn part of it. <laughs> yep, yep that's yep. obviously, but also little things like the light up the room line is, is mm. sticks in your head, yeah. and you've got to have those little those little
0: things for people to grab onto in order to get their attention and get those votes. And i think the horn is really good because i remember when i first heard it a couple of times i was like you've got this great guy who can sing and then you've got this horn section i mean so you've got this instrumental what's he going to just do but hey you can have fun with the horns and yep. you can do stuff and it is another little thing that could use for staging here and i do think there's staging potential there's a good team behind um this entry like this is not previous kind of versions of uk sending stuff out because Let's face it, they've struggled. Except Lucy Jones smashed some staging there. Mm -hmm. That was good. That really lifted. And I think they're going to do a good job with the staging. And the song, I think in itself... Gives an opportunity for good staging. Definitely lends itself to staging,
1: doesn't it? And I got here also that there's almost like a 90s house bass line that yeah. really underpins this song. And I think that, that brings a real lively element to it. And it's also a very familiar element for people as well that they're going to hear, particularly people of a certain age, Dale, <laughs> uh, who may be remembering 90s house. I mean, it's, the kids call it nostalgia nowadays, don't they? But um, So I think that's there and that, that also is something that people can
0: grab onto. Yeah, totally. Look, a lot of good stuff there for Mm -hmm. the UK. But, you know, as all entries this year we're talking about, there's drawbacks of every song, and there are definitely drawbacks here. Do you want to kick us off? Yeah, and I think (laughs) you
1: kind of touched on it. It is radio-friendly, but it's not Radio 1. I think we're more Radio 2 here, (laughs) and I believe it isn't getting played on Radio 2. But So as far as the the top tier of sort of commercial songs, we're probably not quite there.
0: Yeah, and look... uh, it's And that kind of comes to me a, a, and a little bit on this side of things about, oh, I hate to call it the mid-range of death. It is a potential here for sure because I think, and as much as I said it's a positive they've gone in a televote direction, that can sometimes fail on you for a result mm. so if you go for something very jury friendly you're going to get some guaranteed points it doesn't matter if you don't do well at the Televote uh, aka don't come easy Australia we know we've been through this <laughs> we've also been through We Got Love which tried to kind of bridge both sides and kind of didn't please anyone in a mm. way and I feel they've got to be careful not to go down this route because I think last year had more jury appeal mm-hmm. didn't think it had the Televote appeal there mm. but I didn't think so much, okay. but I think this has got that kind of risk a go for it. But it can backfire on you, and then you can be everyone's fifteenth place and not get any points. Well, you're going to get points, but not a lot. Yeah,
1: um, I've got he, he's a good vocalist, and everything I've seen from him seems pretty good. But he's not a great vocalist, and and I think for that the live is going to be quite a challenge for him i think to bring this across it's a big
0: upbeat song and i don't i'm not sure he's got the big upbeat vocal to go with it look i'll disagree with you but agree with you i do think he's a good uh, a good vocalist but he's not a frontman he hasn't been a frontman before he doesn't have this experience of being a frontman particularly in front of 200 million people mm. he's more been the backing thing the songwriter whatever yeah. Do I think he's talented? Amazingly, but oh, sure. the, the experience of being out there as a frontman is—it's a, a very different thing. Um, so that uh, you got to have a question mark there.
1: Yeah, and I mean, you mentioned staging, and I'm really interested to see what the UK bring to this because I think there is challenges here, particularly in how he fits into the staging because he's going to be expected to, you know, belt out this vocal is he going to be expected to do some dancing and stuff like that he doesn't really strike me as a kind of you know choreography kind of guy
0: well he's no Eleni Ferreira <laughs> and not many people are exactly yeah. 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 So, so how do you kind of manoeuvre the staging around him being able to deliver a vocal yeah. but you have movement and other things happening in moments particularly during that instrumental breakdown
1: definitely because that's going to need
0: that bang and that power and that, that capture attention so is it, there is a challenge there and when you go to Horns, and yes. Horns can work really like we saw um, for anyone who watched the Norwegian National Final, that was a brilliant use of bringing in, and the whole song was basically Horns. <laughs> and they made it fun and impactful without being novelty. With Blast Mafian? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now we know Moldova's done the sax with the kind of like, um, you know, novelty factor in the past with the Epic Sax Guy. Mm-hmm. How is UK going to do this? Yeah. Are they going to find a way to straddle it not being novelty? Because if you start going that direction, that's what puts people's noses out of joint with UK, like not taking this seriously. Mm -hmm. So you gotta be careful not to make it like silly. Yes, it's gonna, and I think a lot's gonna rest on that instrumental part. But you still need fun. Yeah, how do you do that <laughs> without being? Yeah, it's a, it's tricky.
1: I would also throw in you pretty much know Malta's going to be in that grand final. They've got a horn sort of part uh-huh. as well, so you're not going to be the lone ranger when it comes to there could be the horn comparison.
0: And Malta's horn thing has got more probably stickability there, and mm. um, I think works maybe better with the song. So look. I, I think the only other point I want to throw in yeah. here is look it's UK look I don't think it's a situation where a lot of people the kind of locals in UK go, everyone hates us mm-hmm. but there's an expectation of the UK that no other country I don't think has they're the best music industry in Europe yeah you've got to overcome that we always talk about brand and what people expect from a country and the reason I think sometimes they get at times slightly harshly treated is like we know how good you are yes and when you don't deliver it, we're not going to reward you for that because mm-hmm. you're not taking it seriously. And the rest of us are. Yeah. I've also got to say their domestic audience can be some of their
1: biggest critics as well. Oh, so 100% the worst. <laughs> so getting some positivity around and a bit of a buzz around the entry can be difficult for the UK. And I think mm. that that's always the case.
0: I feel for them I feel for the artists I feel for the Eurovision fans because they're the best fans in the UK but god their locals are the worst yeah <laughs> and just the
1: general the way it, I think the sentiment of the contest is treated in, in the UK it's almost toxic
0: they've got to really, get a good result here and then they sit there and it. say oh
1: why don't we get good people or why don't we get big artists to do it well you know why would you oh it's, <laughs> it's a struggle it's a never ending kind of self-defeating circle sometimes isn't it
0: yeah it's a hard one to break out and you just need that one entry and yep. if they can pull this together who knows where it could go Mm-hmm. Right, well let's look at some of the rankings at this point And before we get to our own Let's look at how the whole Aussie Vision team ranked this song mm-hmm. So all up 17 of us Including us two And the team ranked this 23rd Okay the mid, Middle of the field there kind of thing Well yeah, making grand final mm-hmm. um, Which is good So you've you've guaranteed your place there okay. Look, what happened with this It was 12th to 35th Um, eight of the 15 because we don't know our rankings yet Mm -hmm. were in the top 20 okay that's pretty good that's pretty good half the team yeah Yeah. it was in the top 20 but no one in the top 10 interesting and even though they came 23rd only six countries didn't have anyone put it in the top 10 and the UK were one of them okay interesting so that kind of thing we talk about being mid-range it is a concern The staging and the live performance is what's going to matter here to lift that up. Otherwise, they could be in danger. Yeah, I'll have to agree with that. Okay, we're going to hear from two of the team. One of the higher voters and one of the lower voters. It is Wade and Miles. So this was
1: one of the surprise packets of the year for me. I put it just outside my top 10 at number 12. But it could definitely sneak in if the live performance delivers. What I like about this song is its simplicity. It is incredibly radio-friendly and the three minutes soar by. And while it is somewhat safe melody and sound-wise, I instantly get swept up in the positivity of the song overall. The brass instruments and James's voice, they standouts. And this gives me a similar vibe to Muffian's song Let Loose in the Norwegian National Finals this year. I also don't find this song as derivative as some of the other upbeat songs of 2021. I also really like the metaphors in the lyrics. It's just a really fun song to me, and I hope this ends up on the left side of the board in the grand final. Just listening to the song, I just feel like, it's first of all, it's come a little bit late in the cycle for me to kind of really fall in love with it, but second of all, it really doesn't have anything unique about it. It doesn't screech, you know, Eurovision. It seems a bit too radio-friendly to me. I don't know. Um, And there's no real moment, I feel like, where it'll be a true audience-performer connection. I just always look for that. It's either a high note or a, a big dance drop, and I'm just not sure it really has either of those. So I'd love to see James do well. He seems like a great bloke, but just didn't grab me. Well, yeah, picked up on that upbeat, optimistic vibe, which I think is really important. It's what he was aiming for. So it's good to see people picking up on that. And to be honest, I kind of understood where maybe the lower voter was there. It's kind of there as well,
0: you know. Yeah, and I think as we've spoken a lot about, it's going to be the live and it's really going to matter. The song on its own is not enough to really guarantee how it's going to go. Yeah, definitely.
1: Let's get on to our infamous mm, Rap and yep, race Dale. Indeed. All right. First and foremost, I'm really happy that James gets his moment on the Eurovision stage or the remote stage, if that's the case. <laughs> but either way, he's such a good guy. He's such a, an engaging character. And I think it's so important to, for the UK to see him get his moment. Um, look, I did struggle to connect with this song immediately. Um, I find the song is a solid effort. Uh, but I'm not sure really where the points are gonna come from to get a decent result. Um, At the same token, I hope if it is not a good result for the UK on this one, because it's not a bad song, I hope it doesn't put them off from this road they're going down, which is engaging with the music industry and looking for radio-friendly songs, because I think the dividends will come eventually, if it's not this year, Uh, I ranked it at 26.
0: Twenty six. Look,
1: I have to admit, it's probably gone up a few places for me since we did the rankings, Mm. but not a lot. It'd be probably on the edge of the 20, maybe.
0: Okay, fair enough, fair enough. Um, Look, for my rap, look, I really do like this. Um, It took me a while to work out how I felt about it, because I was like, do I really like it or just kind of like it? (laughs) And I think it's that kind of song, Mm. um, which we've alluded to quite a few times. Um, I think... There was something of the fit of the song with him last year I thought worked a bit better. There's something that doesn't quite all fit naturally for me right now. And maybe I just need to see this live performance. Yeah, to bring maybe it'll all come
1: together with the performance.
0: And I think that's just where I'm struggling a little bit right now because I do think it's a good entry. I love the direction they're going in. And I totally agree if it doesn't go great this year keep going down this route mm-hmm. for sure. And you know what? UK needs some optimistic, fun energy. It's a tough time for them over there right yep. now. And this is a song that they can get behind and enjoy. And that's really important. For me, this is in twenty first place. Okay about you know probably where the team and
1: everyone is at this point
0: yeah pretty just a little bit above the team there and i think it's one of those ones that can certainly rise live um but also could certainly drop as well if it doesn't quite come together yeah
1: as i said i had a little difficulty with it at the start but it's certainly growing on me and i find myself singing it
0: sometimes so totally the more you hear it the more you like it good song which is really really good well look good direction for uk uh, tell us if you think that you think it's going to do a lot better than we've uh, indicated here. Who knows? It's up in the air for us right now. But let us know on our socials at Net across the board. And make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you can hear what we say about other countries. Yeah. All
1: right. Thanks for joining us, guys. Good luck.
0: All right. See you later. Bye. Bye.